We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. With the school year underway, many districts continue to face an ever-worsening issue. Teacher shortages. But an amendment to a Michigan law could allow recently retired educators to re-enter the workforce. There's really no policy reason for this law to exist. It's more just a bureaucratic decision that was made to say we don't want people retiring and coming right back. Will amending this law solve the teacher shortage? I'm Brian Fisher, and this is The Daily J. Teacher shortages aren't a new problem. But with a new school year underway, these shortages are front and center again for many districts across Michigan. In a conversation with WWJ's Beth Fisher, Bob McCann, the executive director of the K-12 Alliance, explains how a law preventing recent retirees from making a return to classrooms is exacerbating the shortage. Yeah, Michigan is one of only a few, if we're not the only state in the nation, that bars recently retired teachers from coming back to work in the classroom for nine months. Meaning, if you're a teacher that retired at the end of the school year this past year, you're not allowed to come back and teach in a classroom for another nine months. And the problem with that is, is despite a lot of investments in public education that we've made over the last several years, every school in Michigan has reopened this year with staff shortages, whether it's bus drivers, teachers, whatever that staff person is, schools are trying to find personnel to fill those positions. And the best way we can do that is to allow us to bring some of these recent retirees that are willing to come back, back to make sure that we've got the best and most qualified people in these positions educating our kids. Without that ability, we're going to still have these shortages, and we're asking the legislature to change this law to give us that flexibility. A proposed amendment to this law would allow for the return of retired educators during the waiting period without losing their pensions or benefits. The bill is currently in the Michigan Senate after having passed the House. Bob says changing this law will allow schools added flexibility. It doesn't matter where you are in Michigan. If you ask a school superintendent right now, they're going to tell you they're short. And the shortages are all the way up and down their staff rosters, meaning you have bus drivers that are missing. So they're not able to run every bus route every day. You're you're missing support personnel, tutors, social workers. And you're yeah, you're missing a lot of teachers in these classrooms right now. And they're trying to plug these holes however they can with long-term substitutes, but they don't even have enough of those around to fill the need that's out there right now. So, you know, the numbers are significant out there, and without this flexibility, they're going to stay significant. We really need to get this law changed that there's really no policy reason for this law to exist. It's more just a bureaucratic decision that was made to say we don't want people retiring and coming right back. Well, that might sound good in principle, but in the reality, we have shortages, and this is the only way we can address them right now. This nine-month waiting period they are seeking to change is new, too, put in place just last year. But why is it a law at all? 
Why prevent recent retirees from going back to teaching? Thomas Morgan, a spokesperson for the Michigan Education Association, explains what legislators at the time were thinking. That was put in place last year to help discourage what they would call double dipping for retired school employees who are receiving their their pension that they worked all their career for. There are some who, who believe that because they are retired and receiving that pension, that they shouldn't also be able to draw a paycheck. That legislation was a way to sort of balance those concerns and help find ways to, to address some issues within the educator shortage while still protecting and uh, the the state's teacher retirement system. So it was sort of a compromise. It wasn't the, the best case necessarily, but it, it's a tricky issue. It's a complicated issue. And it's one that hopefully with this new legislation, we can begin to, to address. The law was put into place in 2022 to prevent teachers from double dipping on their pensions. But it doesn't prevent retirees from simply taking a job outside the field of teaching. Though, as Bob mentions, many still would prefer to teach and are even willing to leave the state to do so. Are there a lot of retired teachers who are willing to come back? What we're finding is is that there are. I mean, certainly, like, you know, many people that are employed, you know, teachers often know exactly when they're eligible for retirement. They look forward to that day. They look forward to the opportunity to to take a step back. But what we find is that a lot of them, as they get through the summer, start to miss it. And they've made it clear that, you know, they're interested in coming back to the classroom. The sad reality is that, you know, particularly in southeast Michigan, a lot of these teachers can go back to work in Ohio. And we see a lot of Ohio schools recruiting Michigan retired teachers to come work there because they're allowed to. In Michigan, they're not allowed to. So we do have this pool of very qualified teachers out there that are, in fact, crossing the border into Ohio to go to work because Michigan won't let them back. And it just doesn't make any sense. While the fight to get rid of the nine-month waiting period is gaining steam, the current bill still isn't perfect in many people's eyes. It currently would cap retirees who return to the workplace within the nine-month waiting period to a salary of just over $10,000 for that school year. And Bob says capping their salary is counterproductive to what the bill is trying to accomplish. Unfortunately, the legislation as it exists has a salary cap in it, meaning it would allow us to bring these personnel back into schools without waiting that nine-month period. But it has a salary cap in it, and it says that a teacher, if we bring them back right away, cannot earn more than $10,000 per calendar year. And I don't know about you, that's not a lot of money to encourage someone to go back to work. It's it's below what we pay substitute teachers. It's below what they could go make working any number of other jobs uh, nearby in their communities. So without getting rid of that salary cap, the bill, unfortunately, just isn't going to help us. So we are actively going to be testifying in committee and encouraging the Senate to remove that salary cap that, again, has no reason to be there. It's It was just a arbitrary number they put in the bill. Let's get rid of this. Let's do what's best for our schools and ultimately what's best for our kids. But is bringing back retired teachers even a good idea? Couldn't they be rusty or out of touch? Thomas shoots down that idea by emphasizing that this amendment only addresses the recently retired and that these teachers are among the most experienced. We need to keep in mind that this legislation covers people who have retired within the last nine months. So these are folks who have recently been in our schools working in the classrooms or 
in the cafeterias, on those school buses who just want to come back and help. As it stands, you can't even come back and coach, for example, part-time to help the, the junior varsity football team if you retired within nine months. So this just helps fill in some of those gaps. Again, it's a very small component of a larger fix, but it's important that we provide our kids with talented and experienced educators who can come in and help out. You know, if we have someone who's recently retired and and they're willing to come back and, and help pitch in, you know, we should greet them and welcome them with open arms, uh, not make it too complicated for them to, to come back. So this legislation is a small piece of a, of a much larger puzzle that we need to complete to help end the educator shortage and, and help give our kids the, the talented educators in their schools that they need to succeed in life. If the law has changed and recently retired educators are allowed to return to classrooms, staff shortages still wouldn't be solved. In fact, according to Thomas, this is just a small fix. How much of a solution is this? Will this solve the shortage or is this just one step? This is a very minor step. The shortage is a, a complicated issue that takes multiple uh, solutions to really fix. At the end of the day, the number one issue creating the shortage is a lack of adequate compensation for school employees, for both veteran staff and for new educators. We need to make sure very simply that we're paying educators more, uh, that we're able to compete with the private sector and other fields so that we can attract new talent into the field and, and keep the best and brightest working in our schools. You know, our kids here in Michigan deserve to have great teachers and, and great school support staff and, and great mental health professionals working in those schools. And to do that, we need to make sure that we are incentivizing working in the field. But Thomas does add there is hope on the horizon with the recent bipartisan funding from Lansing being the biggest education in Michigan has ever seen. The governor and the legislature in a bipartisan fashion passed a, a record education budget that takes effect in October. And this budget provides a new record level of per-pupil funding for school districts. That means raising compensation and offering retention bonuses for, for teachers and support staff, both for, for people just getting into the field as well as those veterans who have those years of experience. The budget also includes funding for innovative programs to help attract new educators into the profession, things like $370 million to provide support for teachers through the my was it the My Future Educator Program? This program offers $10,000 annually to Michiganders who are studying to become teachers. And it also provides $9,600 a semester for student teachers for stipends to help alleviate some of the financial pressures that uh, aspiring teachers are facing and help ease their transition to the full time workforce. So, will changing this law fix Michigan's teacher shortage? No. But it is a start, and more funding is on the way. Thanks to Beth Fisher, Bob McCann, and Thomas Morgan for lending their expertise and reporting to this episode. And as always, this podcast wouldn't be possible without WWJ's digital team. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Make sure you don't miss out on new episodes of The Daily J by subscribing using the Odyssey app or get it wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Brian Fisher, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.